This episode is sponsored by Scotch Porter. Y'all niggas really need to start taking better care of yourselves. Out here looking dingy and dusty, wondering why y'all look 50 when y'all really 30. Looking like a zombie from The Walking Dead. If you head to scotchporter.com right now and use the code SI10, you get 10% off all products for your skin, hair, and beard. So maybe your beard would finally connect. Head to scotchporter.com right now and use the code SI10. <laughs> about time you fucking grow up <laughs> hello everyone and welcome back to sophisticated <laughs> ignorance i am naima and i'm steven go ahead steven introduce the show what it was our birthdays this week that's when you tell me introduce your show and <laughs> you have something to say. What is wrong with you? I didn't know I had Yo, we've always, we always have the most awkward beginnings to our show. Because we're usually talking mad shit and being mad mischievous. and. But yes, it was our birthdays this week. How did you celebrate? I mean, you don't have to give us all the details just in case, you know. Um, but my birthday was Wednesday, and I worked in which Valentine's school. Day. Yes, my birthday is on Valentine's Day, and um, I went to work. I went to school. My classmates and them gave me a cute little party. Aww. Yeah, it was cute. And then um, Saturday night, my friends took me out mm. to dinner. Mm. It was nice to see them. <laughs> you know, that's it. That's all I said. All right? That's all you can say. That's all I can say. That's nice. That's nice. Oh, uh, mine's was on Friday. I'm on like staycation, so I've always been the type of person. Birthdays, I do not go to work. Like I don't give a fuck what you may have purchased for me. I'm not showing up to the office <laughs> on that day. So, yeah, I've been. Uh, Friday, I didn't really do anything. I just kind of relaxed. But Saturday, um. I recorded my other show, Culture Podcast. Then I went to go see Black Panther, which was fucking amazing. Uh, went to go eat, and that's all I'm going to say about that. But um, yeah, it was cool. I mean, at this point, once you get, you know, on the other side of 30, it's like, besides, like, maybe going away, like, what right. there's really nothing extravagant that you really want to plan for yes. it. Yeah, have, it's like, been there, done that. I have something planned, but that's not going to be until, like, Later in the month, beginning of next month. Like, if you know me, you know I don't really care for my birthday because I have to share it with Valentine's Day. So, the shit is annoying. So, I usually. Oh, that's an Aquarius thing. I usually celebrate my birthday either before or either after. But then mm-hmm. my birthday is like All Star Weekend, and then it's nobody's never in town. People in Trinidad for Carnival. So, I usually celebrate at the end so everybody can be here. But I will be doing like an event for my birthday. Oh, okay. That's what's up. That should be cute. We're going to record it from record from there, too. No, no we're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. So they can see you in your natural element. In my true form? <laughs> sure won't. <laughs> that made me think of Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, ah, oh, this is not even my final form yet. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot. I can't show I can't show all of that. Uh, But, um... I guess the focus for this week is going to be, like, the disconnect. <laughs> I'm laughing because this is, like, the fifth time you addressed, adjusted your breast in front of me. Like, it feels like a setup. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. It's a headshot. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a setup. I ain't got no money. If you're trying to get money from me, it's not going to work. But, um, yeah, because the last episode we, we did, you know, was the first date etiquette. 
and we kind of ended it off with like you know you know dudes tend to disagree like how much they're supposed to spend on dates and shit like that and you said we wanted to like elaborate it more and we kind of figured we could craft a show where it's like not only is like a first date you know spending something that people tend to have a lot of arguments about but there's a bunch of stuff that men and women tend to have a disagreement with or just disconnect with so we wanted to like craft the episode just based off of that so um and i think steven just wanted to talk shit that too oh i do got some points to make (laughs) but um i guess we'll start off with like why do we feel like there is a disconnect so much between men and women and it's not just like a black and a black thing like it's with all the groups right um i feel like over the past like 40 years maybe 40 years. I'm going to say like 40 years. You're only like 31. That's fine. (laughs) I mean, I didn't really start dating then. But looking back on, you know, how my family dynamic is. I can see that perspective since you got elders. And then how um, things are now. Mm -hmm. Somewhere along the line, women just had this inclination just that they have to do more. Um I want to say, like, maybe after being on more, when everybody, all the men were coming back home and down their luck, they couldn't get jobs. PTSD. Yeah, like, women really had to, like, go out there and get jobs and really figure that shit out and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was, like... Trickle-down effect. Yeah, I think that was the starting point of um, women having to take care of their home, take care of their family, and then take care of their man mm-hmm. who's dealing with some kind of mental illness or just can't find a freaking job. To take care or of his he family. didn't come back home at all. Or he didn't come back home at all. So then you have these families who are missing husbands and even mm-hmm. wives and sons and stuff in the home. And they got to pick up the slack. And then you go on into, um, you know, the, the, the drugs, the war on drugs, that era. Mm-hmm. When, you know, a lot of the men were in the home because they were either strung out on drugs or With, they were selling and, drugs. Yeah. Which is more right. influence. That's more had an effect on you know, black communities. But um, I then I guess we'll ask. So then, okay, we can see why there's a disconnect from maybe from the female perspective because they took on more responsibility. Right, they took on more responsibility, and now it's always like no matter what it is, even if you have a man, you gotta make sure you can take care of yourself and take care of everybody. And I always associate that with being um with women choosing to be single mothers. It's like if a man say he doesn't want to be with you, he doesn't want the baby, you keep the baby anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's like I could do it by myself anyway. I don't need you. And I have a problem when women say they don't need a man. Like. That, that bothers me. So then I guess, okay, so then where does the disconnect from the male perspective come from then? It comes from him feeling like, because of that mindset of a woman that started so long ago, it comes from a man feeling like no matter what. He's she inadequate? Gonna, no, no matter what, she going to take care of it. And mm-hmm. having this, like an ego. I feel like some men just feel like I'm a man. No matter if he's working or providing, I'm a man. So you got to respect me. You got to do this and you got to do that. Mm-hmm. Even if I treat you fucked up, I'm still the man. So you have to do this. I'm irreplaceable. Right. It's an egotistical thing, I think, when it comes to, to men as far as that. And then you have men who happen to have money. You know, when men are wealthy and, you know, they're working for these Fortune 500 companies and all this other stuff, that's another layer on top of their ego. They become very narcissistic. It's like, I can have anybody I want, so it should be um, it's a, a privilege, a privilege for you, you right, for me to even choose you. You know, mm-hmm. so it goes back. When it comes to men, for me, looking at, like, ego and narcissism. Okay. I mean, I would have to agree with all all your points. I can't really add on much to what you said. You kind of hit the nail on the coffin. So, I guess, um, moving forward, is like, 
Is there a sex that we could deem as probably being more irrational of the two? Nah, y'all both dumb. <laughs> <laughs> y'all both dumb. Like some, I just got into like a little situation on Facebook on my way here. Oh, like, yo, because I Facebook hate, is the worst. I hate. I don't. I don't comment. Like you, I, I don't say anything. But then it be moments because I just be more, like, no, yeah, somebody needs more, to check you. Like, like you're I'm bugging on more right social now. media sites than you are. So like I may not be as active, but I see more. Yeah. And I would say of all of them, Facebook is probably the worst. Like you Yo. see the most irrational, like dumb shit I on the timeline. I think it's time because line. you could type more. You, could, you got, <laughs> you got more, more characters. Space. You got more space. That's what it is. Let that's it fly. A, that's exactly what it is. Send posts is, and I think that's why I don't have so many social media outlets. Like it gets draining. Like, I don't even be on my Facebook like that no I mean, more. yeah. Like, I legit don't. It I depends. don't be on my Facebook. It depends on, you know, if you're the type of person that you allow yourself for that shit to influence you or affect you. Because right. I see a lot of this shit, and I'm like, oh, you're stupid. Right. And then I keep it moving. Like, right. It That's what I do for the most part. And then today was one of them days, like, so nobody. Like, like <laughs> nobody going to say nothing? Nobody going to say nothing? <laughs> nobody. Like, y'all just going to let this, this happen. And I think my biggest annoyance, two annoyances that's going on with me right now. And I wish I could just, like slap people with a closed fist mm-hmm. uh, weight loss surgery and this Black Panther movie like y'all really dragging it right now you got the double standard with the weight loss surgery versus anybody that and then black people having an issue with other black people going to see Black Panther oh yeah like, I've been seeing that too that's and I've been seeing I've seen a specific be, comment from like a few people we both know and I'm like you're a fucking idiot. Shut up. <laughs> like, you're an idiot. Makes no sense. Yeah. Like, even if you don't care about it, you don't support it, just fucking go. It's like so much yeah, different like than what you, you think. Just go. You are literally being affected by something that nothing has physically happened to you. At all. I mean, if it affects you to the point where you are physically typing something up with incorrect grammar and the punctuation's completely wrong. Yes, sir. And making a comment on some shit that has no effect on you at all just slip and fall on a blunt object if there's <laughs> or run in traffic listen okay oh man well oh. i guess um <laughs> i saw this it said comment disconnects <laughs> one of them is splitting right shout out to devora yeah. of the From... blueprint <laughs> podcast yeah because uh, like i said i'm on more social media sites than you are so like i see all the you know debates and the stuff. debates and shit that constantly happen usually on twitter <laughs> or usually on instagram and facebook or whatever and that's usually, I mean, Dev is, you know, forefront in saying that she doesn't put a penny down. She for, won't. Yeah, she, she won't, won't put a penny down when it comes to rent, which I'm not honestly mad at. I'm not stand, either. Standpoint. I feel like when I think about it, I don't think none of my aunts paid rent or mortgage either. Yeah, like I don't. If I don't have to, I, I don't see. I mean, mean it as a man, like I don't see it appropriate, like me asking right. you, like, yo, you got your part of the rent this month, like, right? Doesn't like, it sound shit, weird? Like this shit is weird. Like we're not, you're not my roommate. You're right. my girl, right? My significant other. Like there's a whole bunch of other shit that you do that is, you know, as important or even more important than rent. So it's like, I would feel weird. About asking you, like, yo, where's your cut? Like, I I need that 200 right now. (laughs) (laughs) That shit is weird. But there's a lot of dudes that say, you know, the times that we cost of living is fucking high as fuck. So you shouldn't have a girlfriend? I mean, that's your standpoint. But they still out here with significant others. But they're not the ones that's like, I ain't got no fucking money at all or shit. Like, they still have jobs or whatever. 
it's hard for people like in New York City. You have to make <clears throat> to have a comfortable living. You have to earn about a hundred k in order to probably come home with about sixty. Mm-hmm. And there's not many of us legally that are doing that. So they're looking at the standpoint as like. <laughs> Let me shut up. Let me shut up. So they're looking at the standpoint of like, okay, like fucking rent is OD high. You could chip in a little bit. I'm just being an asshole right now. I totally understand the idea of playing rent with somebody. I'm just Um, trying to play devil's advocate for both sides. It's like, well, maybe y'all should have like a joint account. Everybody put money in throughout the month. And then when it's time to pay bills, y'all go in there and do it that way. That way it's not so much as we splitting rent and you ask me for it. We have a joint account. Mm -hmm. Then again, I have a problem with having a joint account with somebody who's not my husband. But even somebody that's my wife, I don't think I have that's an I, no. See, me, I will have a joint account, and then I will also have my separate accounts. The joint account is specifically for I home and bills. I've definitely caught my mom watching episodes of like uh Oprah and some wild shit, and it, it'd be the couple where she was just blowing all the cash, and she's just a housewife, and they had a joint account, and he has no control of the household or nothing. Like she just out here having shopping spree <clears> on the home shopping network. That's different. He was probably ugly. That's different. Mm-hmm. But I think that works as far as the splitting rent thing. Okay. Um, I mean, we're, we're both on the same standpoint. Like I could never imagine myself asking my shorty to um, ever, you know, put money down on an account. So um, how would you feel if a dude asked you to like, yo, it's been a rough month for me, such and such. Could you? You know, lend me a little something, something so I could pay this rent this month. Solid dude. Right. It just. One time. That one, one, one time. off. And he's done everything. Yeah. Everything possible. <laughs> you making an emphasis on everything. Because, I mean, you know. Everything's good. And he's everything's like, yo. Everything's good. And this is one. It's out of the ordinary. Yeah. Out of the if ordinary. it's out of the ordinary, I have no problem with helping. But I stand strong and firm with my belief. If I don't have, I don't like to loan people money. I don't let people borrow money from mm-hmm. me. If I can't give it to you and not think about it no more and not need it back, you got it. But if at any point I feel like I might need it for something, you can't get it. Because I don't ever want to have in the back of my head this person owes me and you're not giving it back to me. And then they start spending money too. And then you got to look right. at them like, And then me and my sister got to pop out. Like, I don't, we, no, no. <laughs> I'm getting too old right now. I can't be popping out people no more. Your knees hurt. My back be killing me. Like, the shit hurt right now. Oh, man. But, um, I don't know. I don't know. I can't say yes and I can't say no. I can't. Um, I don't want to. <laughs> That's the most important part. I don't, I don't want, want to. to. I don't want to. Um, it depends on how long we've been together, what exactly is going on in his situation. If it's a situation that just something, like, crazy happened, I got you. But okay. if it's like you're just fucking up money, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Okay, I can respect that. I can respect that. No, actually, moms. <laughs> but before we um before we move forward, let's take a little quick commercial break so we can um you know pay these bills and whatnot and not split rent. <laughs> not split rent. <laughs> To all of our day ones, loyal fans and listeners, here's a chance to really show your support. Head to patreon.com slash sophisticated ignorance and earn rewards from us, ranging from a shout out on air to exclusive content or becoming a guest on the show. We appreciate all your support. All right, everybody. (laughs) Oh, I wish you guys could be here sometimes. (laughs) 
so we're back and we were just discussing um certain things common disconnects common disconnects and situations that can lead to that um splitting dates Yes, that's like a fucking argument I see on Twitter, like and almost I on a daily and basis. And I don't understand what happened and why did this become a topic? I don't know. It's an argument in terms of how much they want to spend, and then it's an argument in terms of who should be paying. I felt like this is just me personally. With my female friends, if we're female friends, we're, we're, friends. we're friends yeah so it don't matter it don't really matter whether you i asked you out or you asked me out or we agreed or whatever we're gonna split it we're gonna split it if i said don't worry about it i got it you say you don't worry about it, don't got it right but when it comes to somebody that i'm pursuing romantically in a relationship i always felt like whoever asked the person out is the one that's supposed to pay rent and even if she asked me out and she oh, wants I'm to pay you, I'm glad I was you gonna, fixed i'll be it. like nah don't worry about it i got it because i always felt like when it comes to like you know, that's supposed to be, you know, my date or my significant other. It's it's like gratitude that they're spending time with me. Right, so I'm going right. to pay for the fucking date. And when stuff like that happen, like if I ask a guy out, like, hey, you want to go out to dinner with me this night? And he's like, all right, he'll pay and mm-hmm. I'll leave the tip. I feel like that's yeah, just me. That's probably general. the most I've ever done is like, yo, you got cash on me? Because I'm not the type to normally carry cash. cash. So if you got cash got on cash. me and you want to pay for the tip, that's cool. If you ain't got it. That's fine. I'll charge you. Yeah, call. I usually do that. That's especially if I ask and you still pay. I'm put the tip down. Yeah, that's probably the least. But I've seen it on numerous occasions where, if it's like this extreme thing, because I know I read about this on somewhere. Because when it comes with like learned behavior, initially when you're taught as a child, when you do something good, you normally get a reward for it. Right. And now it's like this extreme oh. thing where it's like okay, men have taken. Yeah, men have taken like okay, if I'm paying for the date. In return, I'm supposed to be getting sex. Or something. <laughs> and something in return. So now that, okay, I don't know. I'm, now that I know I ain't going to get it, there's a chance I may not get any. It's like now I feel like, why am I spending all this money on you right. if there's not a guarantee that I'm going to take it down for the night? So that's how I look at it when I see dudes argue about who should be paying for a date. That's how I feel too. <laughs> it's like for all of that, you just get an escort. Like, I mean, cause, cause I feel like you probably just want to go out and impress somebody, and I feel like if you feel like you need to go out and spend all this money on the first day, if it's depressing, I think they just do it as like just checking that off. No, nah, it's list, definitely it's I part think of it's, the steps before to me taking it down. No, I feel like it's also an ego thing too. I feel like it's it's, it's, it's a narcissist kind of thing for you to think that I'm gonna spend this money and you're gonna give me sex. That's because you feel True. like I owe you. That's a narcissist trait. Yeah, right you feel like you owe you, owe you obligated. Yeah, I don't to do owe it. you shit. You better be glad I even showed the fuck up and showed up on time. <laughs> on time. Okay. <laughs> like, and my wig is straight. <laughs> right. And I flat ironed it today because I wasn't gonna. It's just like men throw out how much money it is for you to take a woman on a date, but it's. It's not that expensive to be creative. It's not that expensive mm-hmm. to have a good conversation. It's not that expensive to listen and respond mm-hmm. with an actual answer. Mm-hmm. That's something to do with what I said. Not with the okay, cool, I word. That's right. What's up. <laughs> right. Like the generic responses. So what you like to do on your days off? I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. So what's your favorite color? <laughs> I don't have one. I start saying shit. I ain't got one. So if he was locked in a room for 24 hours and I was there, what would we do? Cry. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking cry because I want to go home. (laughs) 
<laughs> like just dumb stuff. Yeah, and um, that's another thing too is like the not only who should be paying, but how much they should be spending. I feel like this. Don't spend more than you can afford. If it's something out of the ordinary, relax. Because I know for a long time, yeah, I think this probably still happens now on Twitter. For a long time, they'll argue and try to validate whether, I don't know why this was the number that they chose, but $200 dates was like the big thing. Because it it seems to be, you are to dinner with someone. Yeah, have food depending on what y'all eat. If y'all have a uh, appetizer, entree, and dessert, drinks, um, and then y'all might want to go to a bar after that. That might be about two hundred dollars, depending on gas. If you drop her off or whatever mm-hmm. case, that's two hundred dollars. But then you gotta put into retrospect. I got up, I got my hair done probably, I made sure my nails look good, I did my makeup. We know how expensive makeup is. It makeup is my outfit, depending on what kind of chick she is. Mm-hmm. Her outfit can range anywhere between fifty dollars and one hundred and fifty dollars, depending mm-hmm. on who she is. So just as much money as you put on a date, she put out just as much money, probably getting ready to show up and look good for you. Like it's, it's like uh, it's, yeah, dudes definitely like, do not think about that. Like at all. come on. Like, just, I don't understand that big debate. If you can't afford a $200 date, don't go on a $200 date. Well. Like, don't take, like, uh, the best date I've ever been on, I went to do go-karts. Future did say chicken wings and french fries. We don't go on dates. He better have that way. He better be a chicken and french fry type nigga, too. Don't have a girl <laughs> out of your league trying to take her. That's the problem. Dudes like date tricks out of the league. True. And they ain't got them coins this to back it up. So now y'all niggas is sweating when the fucking bill comes. And y'all hoping Instagram that shit go models through. Or, you know, these social media darlings. And then you know what? they finally get the opportunity and they ain't got the pockets to keep up with the lifestyle that she portrays. That she technically can't even Right. Both y'all out here finessing each other. Now y'all tight. You tight because you, you tight because you accidentally popped the tag off your dress so you can't take it back to Nordstrom. <laughs> he tight because he about to have an overdraft on his fucking cart. Like both of y'all just dumb. Go to the park, take a fucking walk, and figure out y'all financial situation for the future. Like y'all get me tight. I'm over all of y'all in 2018. Don't don't talk to me in 2018. Y'all oh, niggas is dumb. That was hilarious. All I have nothing stupid. more to add. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was beautiful. Standing ovation. <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh, man. So Hopefully I guess... Hopefully I'm uh, complaining. Another disconnect, which is probably the one of the hugest ones, is emotional needs. And I don't think dudes really clarify what their emotional needs are. They don't know. They don't know. <laughs> and then they don't know how to express themselves either. So even if they did know, they don't know how to fucking tell their partner because their mother told them to stop crying when they was little well they that's that's a big thing that men don't address because that's more of a society thing like you're not supposed to cry you're a boy like you gotta be strong some of the best men that i know who's just absolutely amazing they're crying. gay no oh. they're gay <laughs> they're, okay. like they're gay and I'm, I'm always surprised how intuitive and nice they are and I am a flamboyant, but it's like I'm a whole. They instinctively hold the door for you. They get out the car, open the car door for you. They make sure you're safe. They want to make sure you get in the car if you're taking mm-hmm. an Uber. You know, they call, are you home yet? Are you okay? Did you eat? Like, did you have fun tonight? People. Yes, it's ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah. And they make because they're gay. That's why they do that. Well, I don't know. Maybe you need some gay friends to teach you how to be more empathetic towards certain things because I don't understand why men feel like they can't show emotion they gotta be hard and everything well that's a big thing and I think I seen this on the breakfast club I seen a snippet and I think Amanda Seal said this 
it's like the biggest issue is that men do not see women as their equal. Like you're just a vessel for them to have sex with. They're not. They don't even look at y'all like human beings at all. So that's why they all the things that's like basic, no, like normal behavior, is completely omitted. Cause they just like okay, I gotta just be here, spend some money, spend some time, and then hopefully she get drunk enough to the point where she come back to the crib. That's basically how they look. Yeah, that shit. That's why everything we do is over sexualized. You can't breastfeed. It's, just, it's a pervert. You being a pervert, you know, you're exposing yourself. Why does everything have to do with a man's arousal? That's an issue right there, but that's a different topic. Yeah, that's a topic for a different mm, Might talk about that shit next week. So I guess, um, so then what's the disconnect when it comes to women's emotional needs? We don't know when to give and when to pull back at times. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes we give too much. Sometimes we're told we don't give enough. So it's like, well, what the fuck do you want then? Now, if I'm neutral and I feel like I'm doing just enough without overcompensating... It's still an issue, mm-hmm. but then you're not in in tuned into your needs and your wants, so you can't really express to me what the issue is. Mm-hmm. So then, he, so either I'm crazy, I'm needy, over emotional, or I'm just cold hearted. But I'm I can only give you but so much that you're giving me. If you're not telling me what you want and you need, I don't know how to give it to you properly. Mm-hmm. Like we all have, I read the book. We all have different love languages. If you don't, I love differently and I accept love differently. Like I'm sure other people do. Mm-hmm. So we have to figure that out in order to be on the same page. The way I accept love and express love may not be your way. So if I don't know that, I can't show you in a way that you you can understand and accept and feel it. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue. Nobody's communicating. Yeah. And a lot of people, the biggest thing you said was, you know, you know your love language or whatever. A lot of people don't know themselves. Hey. And then they try to pursue relationships or try to date. And it's like, you don't even have the ability to understand who you are. How are you supposed to understand a whole nother human being? Because people are complex. And right. dealing with somebody else is going to be somebody else that's complex as well. And right. it takes a lot of work. So if you don't understand yourself, it's going to be tough to, like, you know, really, you know, come together with somebody else. It's exhausting. <laughs> you had a flashback? It is exhausting. <laughs> like, I don't, we can't do this no more. We can't. Oh, God. Okay. So we said women want men to try harder and men want women to make it easier. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's definitely a very common <laughs> disconnect. Because yeah. niggas is trapped. They don't want to work for nothing anymore. That's what I just said. Like, yeah, now it's more of an egotistical thing. Like, I'm a man. That's all I need to be is a man. That's it. Yeah. I was born. And then you have unfortunate <laughs> and then you have unfortunate situations where you have <laughs> some women that have given shit up too easily. So now they think it's the norm. So now if she just giving it up, everybody's supposed to be just giving it up. It's like, nah, some some people got to really work and earn this. And it's way deeper than just, And I think that's the issue. They feel like, huh? Deep. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Very mature. (laughs) Um, I lost my train of thought. Man. (laughs) Being a creep. (laughs) That's what you get. You better, if you ever have the nerve to hashtag me too in the near future, <laughs> fraud. They're going to play this back. <laughs> she fraud. asked for it. <laughs> oh, man. So I guess uh, what's the next one? Women look for red flags when men look for green lights. 
Yeah. That's also very accurate. He's like, I'm just trying to figure out if I could go yet. And she's like, nigga, you got to stop. Well, not even that. I think when, because Bianca added this, shout out to Bianca. I think when she added that point, it's like for a lot of men, they don't even care about the depth. As long as she's pretty and she got a fat ass, it's like, okay, I'm game. But then with uh, when it comes to like women with their red flags, some women could be very stubborn when it comes to like their red flags. So let's, for example, let's say her red flag is like, her preference is like only like a specific type of dude who has these looks or whatever. And she'll ignore the red flag that he's fucking Lucifer reincarnated right. just because he looks a certain way and he's appealing. So I think that's where it comes from with like the disconnects when it comes to certain shit like that. Like dudes don't lack looking for depth. This is why they be having them crazy baby mother stories and you be like, yo, how do you even end up with a person like that? Now and you was just like concerned. Yeah, and now you was just concerned because her ass was fat and you was off that henny. And now you stuck with fucking Shanene. As a child. And as the baby woman. <laughs> you ever, you ever watch Little Woman Atlanta and it's that the, um, black I'm not, little woman not, who looks like Jamie Foxx? That was a crazy segue and I'm not going there. I'm sorry. All right. So <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> red flag, I was thinking more like trust issues. Like sometimes women get into a situation waiting for um Or sometimes they deny the red flags. Yeah. Yeah. Both well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Completely ignore that he is just abusive in ways that she hasn't caught on to it yet. Mm-hmm. Or and sometimes, just stay with him because it's sometimes some kind of there'll be red flags, and then she looks at herself like, okay, maybe I'm being over emotional, or you know, I'm just being, I'm nagging him and shit like that. When it's like, no, this is clearly something that's wrong in the situation, and you just, you know, you ignoring the red flag because you know you want you don't want to lose your companionship or. Uh, another thing is like uh, women always, you know, looking at the potential of a dude when it comes to shit like that. Right. So we also said that women are afraid of getting hurt and men are afraid of rejection. Mm. This is also true. Well, uh, before we jump into that, let's um another break. Yep. Oh my god. We got bills, yo. We got bills. Stephen paying them shits. <laughs> Gotham Boutique, owned by sisters Naima Simone and Tiara Monet is your go-to for all of your beauty needs. Offering services in eyelash extensions, microblading, skincare, permanent makeup, and one-on-one classes. And of course, makeovers. Use promo code GBSI to receive 15% off your service. Are we back yet? <laughs> you could always ask the engineer. <laughs> Are you back now? <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> you can ask. He's literally in the same room. The engineer is literally in the same room with us. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so hungry. <laughs> so, yeah, before we went on break, we were talking about um, disconnects between, you know, men and women. You said uh, men are afraid of rejection and women are afraid of being hurt. Um and I would have to agree. At first, I disagreed wait, about this. Wait, wait, wait. So, men aren't afraid of being hurt? Or are they just more afraid of... Rejection. The initial rejection. Initial rejection. At first, I disagreed oh, okay. when Bianca put this down there and I spoke to her about it. I was like, I don't know, because a lot of niggas shoot they shot <laughs> with a lot of confidence. Right. And then I kind of thought about it. 
deeper and i was like there are some men that are afraid of rejection because i know for me sometimes i do that because i feel as though like at certain times depending on who i'm dealing with i want to be in a position where i'm completely like self-made like i'm good lifestyle wise i'm good professionally and things of that nature because you know a relationship requires a lot it requires a lot of work requires sacrifice and sometimes you know if you don't feel as though you're completely all the way there you may not be able to sacrifice for another person so sometimes you even tell yourself like look i'm not in a position to date right now now there might be a woman that's out there that has no issue with where you are in that point in your life but you would probably you know fear that rejection because you may feel as though you're inadequate right from that aspect and then it might come a time to where she just can't deal with it no more. Yeah. And then she leave. Yeah. <sighs> okay. And then you have the other standpoint of women, you know, are afraid of getting hurt. Because there's definitely, I know a bunch of women that have, you know, been in unfortunate, you know, relationships. And although that shit was years ago, they still let that shit affect them now when it comes to dating new people. Or not even dating at all. I see, I see that shit on the timeline all the time. It's like chicks that are, they try to make it seem like they're so happy to be single because they're not out here, you know, getting cheated on or being disrespected or breaking up or, you know, hashtag relationship goals and not really goals when the couple fucking ends up, uh, you know, separating. And it's like, yo, you're filling your mind with all this negativity when it probably is somebody that's genuine out there. But, you know, you are scared of possibly getting hurt again. And it's like you have no idea whether you're going to get hurt again or not. You can't control that. Yeah, right. But I think that's that comes from women being more emotional in general. Like, we go in with hope. And I think men just go in like, whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why. I don't think no one wants to get hurt. Yeah, nobody gets, wants to get hurt. But I feel like y'all take it to some of y'all take it to the extent where it's like they isolate themselves. Right. So it's like I'm mm -hmm. not gonna even if a dude says hi to me, like I'm not even gonna entertain it because right. you just gonna be like the rest of them. I'm in a place to where I have no problem with being cordial, like entertaining to a certain extent, but I know myself I'm not ready to be in another relationship no time soon. And I don't like people trying to make me. Mm -hmm. So it may come off as me isolating myself, but it's just like I know I'm not ready. So leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> okay. I, um, I can't speak for everybody else though. Because some women really are just like, I hate men and die. And that's the crazy Fire part. Fire and brimstone. A lot of, just... That's the craziest part because a lot of, you know, females I see on the internet, they'll, you know, support when they see all that, them statements like that. Like, I hate niggas and all oh, this <clears> trash <throat> and shit like that. And then the one that be advocating it is the one that be getting married right the next day. Mm -hmm. So you just following a false prophet, as I like to call them. But you can still is. feel that way in being in a relationship, because a lot of people out here are just trash. That's like a valid opinion. I mean, a lot of people out here are trash. That's a valid opinion. Say, I ain't say my man was trash. Yeah, I know some. I'm just <laughs> saying the rest of them. Is. So people got. I mean, we do people, say that a lot, yeah, but people, at the same time, I'm I think people I think they've it's reached the point where they try to make it cool. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely so say it's that. Like, mm. It's cool to be, um, I think we said this before, or um, Antoine, he said it before, it's cool to be a savage now. Yeah. I ain't got time. And then when you end up 
45 years old in the house with mad cats and that blanket that you were supposed to finish three years ago. Sheesh. Life is tough, yo. Gotta be quitting that. Netflix asking you, are you still there? <laughs> Where did I go? <laughs> Where did I go? <laughs> and then I think probably, um, probably the biggest disconnect is, you know, men fall in love with who she is and then women fall in love with the possibility of who he can become. Definitely. Because, again, I think we mentioned this already, is like a woman would take the noticeable traits that she likes and she'll make this whole image of who he is as an individual and completely ignore all the fuck shit that he does all the time. And every time he does some shit, your homegirls will tell you, like, yo, why don't you just leave him and whatnot? And be like, nah, he's a good dude. He just, you know, he made this one mistake again. So it's like you, you know, you live in a lie. Like, you know, he's shown you who he is. Right. But you keep having this image that you, you know, that he's somewhat portrayed and you just carrying on with that image thinking it's going to, you know, become reality one day when it's not. Or by the time it does become reality, he's going to be like 60. Oh, a lot of men I hear from now, they be like, yo, she she don't do shit. She don't want to work. She don't want to do... I'm like, nigga, like, you didn't require anything from her. Mm-hmm. Thought it was cute to make her feel like you was going to take care of everything. And now your pockets is <laughs> getting a little malnourished, a little nervous. <laughs> now you tight. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I got nothing. No I got nothing. <laughs> I, I avoid the fuckery. So. I, I don't care. <laughs> Good luck. I don't care. Um, and then, okay, so another big disconnect is, you know, communication. Uh, I think that's probably going to be, like, the overlying theme with everything. Because I think all the issues that people deal with can somewhat be avoided. Like, the, yeah, there are circumstances where it's, like, somebody completely changes the script. Like, you have examples of, like, dudes completely showing their true character when an unexpected pregnancy happens or things of that nature. But I think a lot of times... There's a lack of communication when it comes to men and women. And that lack of communication is detrimental because then you, you know, you really, because you never really had a real conversation with that person, Mm -hmm. you really don't know who they are. Because it's like, I don't feel like people really have the proper conversations. Like, I think we've mentioned this before on a previous episode. I think we actually mentioned it on the last episode with the first date stuff. I know you. we said we agreed like it's too early to have like, you know, the five year or the 10 year plan talk, you know. But I think there's a lot of couples out there or people that, you know, were dating. They don't really have those, you know, conversations where it's like, OK, what, what is it do you really want to do with your life? Right. Because that could pretty much define, like, what kind of person you're dealing with. If y'all make it with. to the second date, I feel like y'all could ask that. Yeah, it's like people people be, date. like, in long-term relationships and never really discuss, like, what do you really want for your life? Because they don't we, know. And we've seen that in movies, too. Like, you know, she ends up saying she wants to have a kid, and he never wanted to have kids right. in the first place. But y'all right. never had a conversation about it. You could, And then y'all have to end this whole relationship that y'all been together for, like, five-plus years and whatnot. That happened with a celebrity. Like, she's married and everything. And she told her husband way before, you know, they even got engaged, she didn't want any children. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay. And then fast forward, damn near, like, ten years later, he won kids. And now they're having this big thing. And she's like... I don't want any children. Like, I told you I didn't want any children. You said you didn't want any either. That's why we got married. That's why, you know, mm-hmm. we're here. And now you're trying to switch it up on me. She was 
she was upset. She's like, I feel like I'm guilty. I feel like, you know, I kind of took something away from him and that wasn't. Mm, that wasn't the intent. Yeah, that wasn't my intent. But he was also, you know, he kind of lied to me too. Yeah. Like you should have said, yeah, I don't, like I don't mind having kids now, but I want some in the future. Like that would have been a better. Yeah, if he said there's a possibility, then they would either agree upon, like look, there, I might change, I might change my mind. And if right. at that time, would you be able to? And if not, then they probably would have, you know, went their separate ways. But I think a lot of times there's a lack of communication prior to them being exclusive while people are dating. And mm-hmm. then the shit just becomes this whole fucking, it's like that, you know, it's almost like that, Um, like you're cleaning your house and instead of properly putting shit in the dustpan, you just wipe the shit underneath your sofa. So the shit just keeps building up more, more and more and more. So it just spill out. Yeah, until it becomes a fucking bigger issue. So communication is probably like the biggest disconnect that people need to work on. Um, moving on is, uh, I guess we'll tackle like, why are men comfortable with a woman being more critical of other women and not okay with a man being critical of other men? And I know this is a big thing that Dev mentioned on the Blueprint Live with like men not holding other men accountable. It rarely ever, if yeah. never happens. And I, I, would agree, I would agree that that happens all the time. We definitely do not hold each other accountable. <laughs> it depends on like, it's rare. It's very rare. It depends on like what, what type of dude I'm dealing with. Because we all have friends. Right. And some of your friends are, you know, more rational people. Some of your friends have different lifestyles that they live. And as a man, like if you know this is just... This dude is solid, like, you know, he cares about women and things of that nature, and you see him moving kind of different, or he asks you for advice, you probably give him positive advice. But if you got that homeboy that you know he a slut, like, he just out here just smashing everything, not gonna waste my time trying to tell him, like, you gotta change your lifestyle, or you gotta treat these chicks different. Like, you know what kind of dude he is. Yeah, my friend, um, I asked my friend Mike about this, and he pretty much said the same thing. Like, it depends. Like, how close are we as in friends, and then what exactly is going on like if you ask me for advice i'm gonna give it to you but if i see you out here just acting up and just fucking shit up like i'm not yeah we definitely do not interfere yeah Yeah. we definitely do not interfere because a lot of we i mean usually don't happens when it comes to like relationships or whatever but we've seen like situations that usually happen in the street life when dudes you know talking sideways out their mouth and shit gets crazy like you never know how somebody's gonna react right. on their opinion on based off of your opinion or something. I just feel like men don't like being told they're fucking up. In True. general. They don't like hearing that. They don't like that criticism. But you'll say Especially sit back, when it comes to dealing with women. Women. A lot of y'all need fucking help. Yep. If y'all didn't need help, y'all wouldn't have the problems y'all got now. Yep. And that's like the bottom line here. And I don't understand what I so hard for them to understand. Like, you don't want a woman telling you how to be a man. So when a man is telling you what you're doing wrong and how you could fix it and be a man, it's still a fucking problem. But yeah, you're still they, caught they, um, up in the situation. They call him a sucker. Yeah, you're still caught up in the situation and you still fucking up. You still don't know what to do. You're still getting it wrong. It's like you need to listen to somebody because clearly you don't have the fucking answers. Yeah. But then you'll hop on a bandwagon when another woman is trying to downplay another woman because you think it's funny because, like, yeah, that's what I be saying. It's like, you can't say shit because you're not even it, half the man that you need to be. It goes back to the thing Amanda Seal said. It's like a lot of dudes out here do not see women as human beings. Yeah. They just see them as vessels. So when they jump on that bandwagon to downgrade women, especially the black women, they, of course they're going to be 
you know, excited and do that shit because they never valued her in the first place. It's like they can't accept criticism. Yeah, you, whoever's criticism making that either. initial statement, it may be accurate, but that shit is not accurate for the entire group. That's right. only for a specific type of individual. And that's what I always tell people. If it don't to apply to you, why are you so tight? Yeah. If it doesn't apply to you, why are you so upset? Because you know, it's a lot of dudes out here doing half the shit this man just said they doing. And it's probably your homeboy, your brother, or your uncle, or somebody. So check them. If not, shut the fuck up and mind your business like you've been doing. Yep. If it does, it's not about you, don't worry about it. Same thing with women. If it's not about you, don't worry about it. They got other issues they're dealing with. This is true. People are just sad sometimes. Well, we said people are trash, so there's that. <laughs> I, don't want you to, I don't want you to be trash no more. Stop. I don't know. Sanitation needs that overtime. <laughs> yeah. I tried that, y'all back. Uh, okay, what else we got here? Um, I guess, what if the roles were reversed? Right, okay. And? If women responded like men and men responded like women, like, would you think things would be different? They already respond like that. <laughs> they already do. You know how many overly aggressive women there are? Really? Yes. And overly aggressive in what, in what facet? I mean, I shouldn't say overly aggressive. Some women are very aggressive in their approach and their demeanor and how they talk. Some women don't know how to be women. Some women don't know how to be ladies. Oh, okay. <laughs> they don't. I'm thinking of like all the memes where they make for the New York City girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kill, that a... shit. kill that shit, my guy. That's crazy. <laughs> That'd be good on my notes. Especially, especially when somebody sent it to me, I'd be like, see, uh... now you want me to act like that because you're trying to play me. <laughs> And then you proceed to act like that. Then I proceed to act like that. Because you brought it out of me. <laughs> okay, so then how do... Well, yeah. Because then I, I will admit that men are the new bitch ass... There's a lot of bitch ass niggas out here now. Yeah. Yeah, so it definitely Complain about sense. every fucking thing. Yeah. And then they, sh- they be making points that's not even valid. Like, your whole shit was wrong. It's dumb. Just say sorry. <laughs> Just say sorry. My bad. Oh man. Um. So what else we got here? Uh, if you were the opposite sex, what would you enjoy the most, least about it, and do you think it would help you relate to the other sex more? What would I? I always say these? that if I was, if I was born a woman, I'll probably be dumb tight at this point. <laughs> Cause I have more women friends as opposed to male friends so i hear all their stories about the shit that they deal with when yeah. it comes to men so i know if my the shoe if the you know shoes on the other foot uh, shoes on the other foot i probably would have caught a body already i definitely probably would have killed it you have been an aggressive new york woman i definitely would have killed a nigga already. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody's going to have to die um and it's just great that whole no. I couldn't even imagine it. Like that's that. It's a whole different psychological thing. Like that shit is crazy. I don't. Did you see the Dave Chappelle special yet or no? Uh, I started watching and I fell asleep. Well, there's one point where he makes the correlation with like you know all the sexual assault stuff that goes on that's been going on, and he makes the correlation of how like um when he was young, when he was in Brooklyn, when he used to live in Brooklyn, he used to do shows for like the local drug dealers or whatever. And they would pay him in cash. And one time, this drug dealer paid him in, like, 20 bands. So he has to, like, ride the train back to Brooklyn in the 90s. So you already know, like, it's... It's, it's, it's like, seven. if there's 50 people in that cart, 45 of them are goons. <laughs> so he's on the train with a backpack of $20,000, shook, knowing 
if anybody is approaching him about his book bag, like he could possibly lose his life. Mm. Like he says, make that correlation of you having something that you know everybody would want. Now imagine you're a woman. You have a vagina knowing that's something every man around you possibly wants. Like that's a completely different psychological thing. Like you literally can't trust anybody. Like normally as dudes. That's the best. Normally as dudes, like you only usually have your antennas up when you're in a neighborhood you're not familiar with or you see somebody with a hood down or things of that nature. As a woman, you literally have to be on your P's and Q's with every single person around you. It's crazy. Like, that's the best. Yeah, when he said that shit, I was in shock. I was like, yo, that's a crazy metaphor. He's right. Because it's to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm coming home. What time is it? It's 10 o'clock. All right, am I going to walk down the back block or am I going to walk on the avenue and just have to walk all the way around my block? All right, it's not that late. Oh, people outside? Okay, so I'm just going to walk on the avenue and I'm just going to walk all the way around because the back block is too quiet and I don't want to walk down there because it's like a little area where it's completely dark. Like, it's too many things I have to think about just to walk three blocks. Yeah, it's a lot. That's why I say, like, I definitely just dealing just what I've known from what my female friends have dealt with when it comes to other dudes. Like, I definitely probably would have killed somebody already. And like, they like, do some foul shit. And then you walk with in. With no regard. Or even on a train. You know, if I catch a train, somebody's staring at me. I'm just like, oh, my fucking God. Please don't say nothing to me. Like, I get so much anxiety being on a train and a man is too close to me. It, I, I need I, space. Like, you're just... And I think men can yeah. sense when a woman is uncomfortable and they don't fucking care. Yeah. That's not they don't care. What you uncomfortable for? Mind trying to do nothing. It's they just like savages. But you're making me uncomfortable. Can you just like move up a little bit? Mm-hmm. I'm walking down the street and this guy say hello to me. Like, Hi, how are you? And I keep walking. He followed me half a block. This was yeah, Wednesday night. Followed me half a block. And the people wonder why I walk around with mace on me. I'm about to get a taser. It's like, what do you follow? That's not okay for you to follow a woman at night, mm-hmm. half a block. You said, have a good night. I said, thank you. You too. I'm being polite. You said something that's to me. I said with, something to you and I kept walking. That's the thing with what you were saying with the ego and uh, earlier. Yeah. It's like dudes feel like they're obligated. So he's saying hello and you respond. Now he feels like you're obligated to have a conversation right. with him. And then if I don't say nothing to him, it's like, all right, if I don't speak. Is he going to follow me anyway and just start cursing at me? Like, what's going to happen next? You know, it's just too many scenarios and too many things I have to consider. Yeah. To the point, I'm just like, nobody talk to me. Please, I hope I can walk down this block and nobody talk to me. I, I just want to no get home. Me. I don't blame you. So, I guess to wrap things up, it's like, you know, is there anything, any advice we could give to people? So, we could probably, like, you know, bridge this gap. Just be better human beings. Be better to yourself. And when you're better to yourself, you can be better to somebody else. This is true. And let's Especially. Just, let's just try to listen a little bit more. Let's just listen. to. Yeah. I always say listen to understand, then respond. respond. Yeah. Okay. I would have to agree with you with, you know, being better human beings. And speaking of that, I know we had a conversation um, about Drake and his God's Plan video. Bro, and how touching, I tell you I cried. And how touching son. that video was. And shit like that is inspiring, especially with like all the fuckery that we deal with as just, you know, people of color or just people in general. 
Because it doesn't even have to be a color thing. I mean, look at what happened in fucking Florida with the shooting. Yes. It's like, we just all have to just be better people at the end of the day. Whether same sex, different sex, sexual orientation, different races, like, it doesn't really matter. We need to have more conversations with each other. Yes. Like, I'm the type of person, if I don't understand something, no matter who you are, I'm going to ask a question. And then I always say, I I apologize if what I say is incorrectly or if I offend you, but I don't know. And then I follow up with a question because you never know how someone may take something. So I feel like we're just more mindful of that. And then we also, when we do have conversations, come in with an open mind. Right. A lot of times people come into conversations just to make their point and just to argue. And just leave. And like I'm not trying to have a conversation with you to change your opinion, keep your opinion, but also understand where I'm, where I'm coming, coming from because I want to understand you as well, and maybe we can meet some kind of common ground. And I think if we just you know implement that thought process and those behaviors into all kinds of relationships, we'll be a lot better. Like I've changed so many things within my life, and I tell you, I have not one stress. I don't really get upset no more. Like nothing really bothers me. Like I'm just like it is what it is. Yeah, cause stress uh, kills people. They they laugh at me at work. I'd be like, okay, cause it's like, what you want me to say? Okay, that's all <laughs> I got. Like I don't know what else you want from me. Like it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking of Tyrese. What more do you want <laughs> from me? <laughs> so annoying. And then they nicknamed me Bishop. You remember Bishop. Bishop Bishop from Juice? Oh, remember that God. scene? Remember that scene when they was in the elevator? <laughs> and and Bishop just stood there looking straight with that plain face. I do that a lot. And that's usually when I'm about to get angry and I just stop and I just stay up into the space like Okay. <laughs> so they nicknamed me Bishop. They were like, Bishop, snap out of it. Cause I'm trying to change and it's been doing really good. I don't want to have a relapse. So You can have a relapse. I think it's too let's just be good ourselves first let's try to be good to ourselves word if we learn how to treat ourselves better i really believe this if we learn how to treat ourselves better maybe in a little bit yeah little we bit gotta really to like i always people. preach about like self-education i think a lot of times people listen to you know people online some of them are qualified some of them aren't like right. go seek the education for yourself right. and determine what works for you take bits and pieces and take you with a grain of salt you know yeah. find out what works best for you yeah. I was telling Steven this early before we got here. You know, just find out what works best for you and go from there. Yeah. So um, we want to thank y'all for listening. Really want to thank y'all because we recently hit 20,000 plays on SoundCloud. So um, we appreciate y'all tuning in to our fuckery every week because we really have no idea how we got to this point. Like, this is episode 61. It's so like, weird. We like never that. fucking planned this shit at all. Like, it literally was like january 2016 like we gotta start this podcast ain't start till september Uh and it's now fucking february 2018 that's crazy that's insane like the show almost got canceled one time like we was beefing at one time like mad shit happened at (laughs) different points but you would never know i hated steven because we would still come in here and talk just like this and i would go yeah we would dead ass smile and laugh to each other you know the crazy let me tell you how fucking crazy we are i hated steven (laughs) so much at this point in life but i text him like the walking dead coming on we still gotta watch it (laughs) (laughs) and i went back to hate you And this is exactly why we're best friends. Because there's definitely been points where I was like, yo, I'm dead ass about to curse her fucking soul out. And then I'm just like, all right, yo, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> and just put hold the restraint. Because it's like, yo, you don't I can't, say, even, you don't I can't even say. imagine myself intentionally trying to disrespect you. Yeah, I've done. We've done it to each other, like, unintentionally. Yeah. But I can't imagine, like, I would be hurt. Like, I would send a wild text, and then I'd be feeling bad immediately, like... Yo, why did I just send that to you? <laughs> I 
all right, let me let me apologize. <laughs> and then I don't even want to apologize. It'll probably make me even more tight. Like, Cause you got to apologize. <laughs> yeah, that's how it usually go. But yes, we appreciate everybody for um tuning in to us. Um, yes, again, twenty thousand plays. That's definitely an accomplishment. Never thought we would do something like that. Uh, you could tune in every Monday morning on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, any and everywhere that you listen to podcasts. And um. Yeah, we we appreciate and love all of y'all. And yep, yep. Uh, talk nice to us. Yep, yep. So we'll see y'all next week. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bye guys. We are oh, out here. Tag. Fuck y'all talking about. <laughs> Sophisticated tag. ignorance. Are y'all fucking crazy? That's a fact. Talk are y'all crazy? Yo, y'all getting me tight. Like I be out this here trying to be, to be humble. Let's not get drop. fucking crazy. Sophisticated ignorance. All right?